0: Hi everyone, Amanda here, and this is Planned, Prepped, and Productive, the podcast where I'm sharing with you the ins and outs of productive cooking for busy people like you, so you can get out of the kitchen and into real life, all while eating delicious homemade meals. This is episode 13, why changing your habits is better than setting goals this new year. I've shared in the past that after I had my third child, I'd really gotten into some habits that I was not happy with. I believed in cooking from scratch, but my life with three young kids was not conducive with my beliefs, and I found myself relying on convenience foods more and more. In some ways, I felt like convenience foods were like a bridge so that I could still feel like I was cooking, saving a little money because I was sort of cooking and I wasn't eating out every night, but I still wanted more wholesome options for my family The baby weight was clinging on hard and I knew changing my habits would help, but I was so overwhelmed and I felt like I couldn't do any more in the kitchen. So first off, mamas out there, if you have a newborn, if you've got three tiny kids at home, if you're in survival mode for whatever reason, it's okay. The whole point of this podcast and my message is first understanding that I have so been there and I sometimes am still there. It's totally okay. Cereal for dinner night happens and everyone will be just fine. But if you're like me as well and you want a change, I do want you to know that change is possible and it can actually be quite liberating and absolutely not overwhelming. You just need the right steps. Also, if you have a newborn or some other crazy in your life right now, you can turn off this podcast, go take a nap and come back to this idea when you're starting to emerge from that fog. There's a season for everything, and if it's not your season for homemade meals, that's a okay. Just take care of you. Anyway, because change is a big topic on this podcast, I want to talk about the idea of shifting instead of changing. So I've seen this word shift a lot all over social media lately, and I've really fallen in love with this word, and it's become kind of a mantra in my life. Change is hard, but a shift... That sounds more manageable. Can I go from zero working out to ripped and working out six days a week? No way. But can I go from not working out to adding a 10-minute yoga or Pilates session in by waking up a few minutes earlier? Totally. That I can do. Can I go from eating fast food and pizza every night to kale salads all day, every day? Kale, no, I can't. (laughs) And really, guys, I'm not sure I will ever reach kale salad status in my wellness goals, and that is A-okay with me. (laughs) This idea of shifting brings me to this week's topic, which is convenient foods that you can totally DIY. If you are where I was a year ago when my baby was born, which was binging on chewy sprees between nursing breaks and throwing together a 15 minute meal on maybe half of the days or ordering pizza slash Chinese the other half, then you are probably not ready to dive headfirst into the whole food made from scratch meals every night. You need a shift in the right direction that will eventually lead you to where you want to be. I'm going to dig into five of my favorite convenience foods to DIY. You may wonder, what's the point? Is homemade pizza really that much better than frozen? My my answer to that is twofold. The first answer is yes, actually making your own food has so many benefits, which we'll dive into in another episode if you stick around. But one of those benefits is that almost always a homemade version of any food is lower in sugar, fat, and overall calories than a store-bought or takeout version. The second answer is to remember what we talked about and shift. So small changes have the ability to last, and you should always be looking for areas in your life that you can make a small shift to do something better. So in three years, instead of feeling like you've continued to set and fail at goals, that you have shifted so slowly, it was almost imperceptible to you, but you have somehow transformed into a new person that you didn't know existed. So for now, embrace the homemade convenience food, however unhealthy, the mean and judgmental person that lives inside your brain is telling you it is and choose to make a shift. So without further ado, here are the five things that I love to DIY for quick and easy food whenever I need it that comes from my own homemade freezer instead of the freezer aisle. Number one is frozen hamburgers. So one of my biggest meal prep tips that I talk about a lot is to stop putting bulk meat in the freezer without making it into something first. So you can choose to cook that something first or just reshape it so that it's more usable out of the freezer. So when you buy that giant container of ground beef on sale, instead of sticking that straight in the freezer, go ahead and make it into patties, freeze them separately, by separating them with some parchment paper on a plate for a few hours, and then after they've flash-frozen, pop them off and throw them in a Ziploc bag. And now when you open the freezer, instead of seeing a huge container of meat that could become anything, you see an almost prepared meal. You could even season and cook the burgers in advance so that when you're ready to eat them, you can thaw them in the refrigerator, throw them on the grill for just long enough to heat them through and eat them. Number two is pizza crust. So I don't know about you, but for days that I am desperate, frozen pizza is like my go-to. Pizza is comfort food to the max, and like many others in America, if I had to live on one food for the rest of my life, pizza would undoubtedly be the answer. Making homemade pizza is super fun, but honestly, it's not exactly quick and easy fare. First, there's the crust that often requires a rise, and at the very least, it requires me to bust out and clean my big mixer and there's usually unreal amounts of flour from the floor to the countertop, even if my kids don't get to it, at which point it gets 100 times worse. By making the crust in advance, pizza is about the easiest weeknight meal ever, and it's so fun for kids who can help you spread the sauce and dump the toppings. You can choose to freeze either the dough on its own or to freeze the crust. I choose option two because I find it a little bit difficult to get the dough to thaw evenly and taste quite as good out of the freezer. So instead, I'll make mini pizza crusts by rolling them out and par baking them for five-ish minutes and storing them in the freezer. I like to make mini pizza crusts because they're fun for my kids and easier to store in the freezer than a full-sized rolled out pizza crust. Okay, number three, second only to pizza when it comes to comfort food for me, we have chicken tenders. These were literally the lifeblood of my youth, and I remember asking my mom in fear before my first date what I should do if the restaurant didn't have chicken fingers, and if I should be embarrassed about ordering off the kids' menu. High school is so hard. (laughs) Anyway, chicken tenders are another one of those things that just aren't really practical to make on a weeknight at home. Battering is messy and can be time-consuming, and then you've got to fry them, which stinks up the whole house, and if you're me, usually results in the fire alarm going off at least once. So to make this easier, go ahead and try breading and freezing a whole bunch of chicken tenders without cooking them, and then when you're ready, you can just pull them out and bake them or fry them if you're feeling extra indulgent. This takes out a lot of the mess since the batter or breading will be frozen instead of dripping and falling off, and it makes the meal super quick since all you have to do is pull them out and bake or fry them. Convenience food number four is bean burritos. Homemade bean burritos got my husband through college. Just mix up a can of refried beans with your favorite enchilada sauce, maybe some cheese, and roll it up in a tortilla. Then wrap it up in saran wrap and freeze it for a meal on the go. Throw it in your lunch bag and reheat it at lunchtime for a simple lunch. The last convenience food that I love to DIY is homemade french fries. When I'm struggling with life, frozen french fries make it on the menu all too often. I love making potato nachos by loading them up with ground beef or shredded pork, salsa, and other fixings. I sometimes will make the fries myself, but if I do, that's a pretty long event because it takes about 45 minutes to bake fries and then you have to bake it again when you add all the toppings. So it ends up being a pretty long weeknight meal. But you can cut out a lot of that time by making your own freezer french fries. Potatoes don't freeze well if you throw them straight into the freezer, but if you blanch them in boiling water and start the cooking process, then they'll freeze great. After you've blanched them, then spread them out on a sheet pan, freeze them, After they've been flash frozen, you can gather them up and put them in a freezer bag. When you're ready to eat, coat them in oil and bake them at 425 or again, if you're feeling really indulgent, fry them until golden. I hope this episode gave you some ideas that can help you easily shift into making homemade meals by making familiar comfort food items and keeping them in the freezer. Cooking your favorite fast food items at home can be super fun for your family and can help you ease into experimenting more with cooking and eating more adventurously. I'd love to hear about the shifts that you're trying to make in your life. Is there any shift that you're working on to help you cook and have family dinners more often? Head over to Instagram at Call Me Betty blog or my Facebook group, which there's a link to that in the show notes and share your answers. As always, I love to hear from you and want to be a resource and guide as you try to make homemade meals a bigger part of your life. With the new year coming, I really want to focus on sharing the tips that will help you make a positive change in the kitchen. So next week, we're talking about habits and why I think focusing on creating new habits instead of on achieving goals will make your 2020 the best year yet. All the best and happy cooking and happy planning.